as between a man and a woman. For this is the way that God intended it, this is the way that God established it, and this brings about the blessings of the Lord. One hundred three five FM WMUZ The Light WMUZ Detroit in crystal clear digital HD at one hundred three five FM and from anywhere in the world at WMUZ.com. This is Transforming Truth with the life-changing Word of God that heals, delivers, fills you with the Holy Spirit, all for your supernatural walk in Christ. Stay tuned for Transforming Truth with Chris Palmer. And good evening. It's 11.30 or 11 o'clock. It is Tuesday night and you're tuned into the Transforming Truth broadcast with Chris Palmer. We're in a special edition this week. Uh, we'll be on the next couple nights bringing you God's Word. And we encourage you, if you're listening, a lot of people may be driving home this time of the night. Maybe you're working out in your gym, wherever you may be. I want to encourage you, don't touch that dial. Stay tuned and listen to what God wants to bring for you in the next half hour. I want to remind our listening audience that we're live. 313-838-1035. 313-838-1035. The phone lines are open. God's Word says in Matthew chapter 18 that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything, anything, that means your health, your healing, your finances, your family, you're believing God to break any curse in your family. You're believing God to change the atmosphere of your home. Or whatever it may be. I want you to call tonight. 313-838-1035. I just sense by the Spirit somebody you've been plagued with fear at night. Last night I woke up and in my heart I was praying for somebody I knew that was dealing with the spirit of fear. And I was praying last night. And I was thinking about there's so many people in the society that we live in that deal with the bondage of being slave to fear. Well, I have to tell you tonight that Jesus Christ can break the power of that. You don't have to live in fear. You don't have to live anxious day to day. Jesus came that you would be set free and delivered. And you can live in faith and peace. 313-838-1035. Before we get started in our show tonight, I want to let you know that there's a very special event coming up this Friday at the Hilton Garden Inn in Novi, Michigan at 7.30 p.m. I'll be preaching the Word of God. It'll be a night of anointed preaching, teaching, and worship this Friday night at the Hilton Garden Inn in Novi, Michigan. So many times people call or writers and they say, Reverend Palmer, where do you speak? Do you have a church in the area? Where are you at? Where, where can I come here you speak? And uh, in the area I speak at local churches, but I don't have a church. But I do host services, and I'll be hosting service the next four Friday nights at the Hilton Garden Inn in Novi, Michigan at 7.30 p.m. It's a free event. You don't have to register. You don't have to go sign up anywhere. Just come and bring somebody that needs a touch from the Lord. We only are, uh, you know, we have limited seating, so come and make sure that you bring somebody with you. Also, I want to let you know that the book, uh, my book, my first book, The Believer's Journey, God's Path of Transformation, is out. It can be available and purchased on Amazon.com. Just go to Amazon, type in The Believer's Journey, type in Chris Palmer, and you'll find it. It will be a blessing to you, and bring it along with you on 
Friday night so we can preach to you the word of God. Let me pray as we open up the show. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for every listener tonight. I pray that you would minister to them from your word. I pray if people tonight would be set free and delivered. I pray that they would learn and grow. May the eyes of every listener's understanding be enlightened. May they be opened. There's people you're listening tonight. You have questions about the Holy Spirit, questions about the Holy Ghost. And tonight, I want to minister to you and may your eyes be open to understand who He is and His work in your life. Tonight, I want to talk to you about the power of righteousness. Let me say this as I start the broadcast tonight. You don't have to live under any type of curse in your life. You don't have to live under anything that's been generationally passed you from your father or from your mother. So many times in life, the sins of the father are repeated by their son. When a son is born into a family and he observes the actions of his father or the actions of his mother or the actions of his grandchildren, grandfather or maybe even farther down the lineage is that those tendencies and those sins have a propensity to be repeated and I want to let you know tonight that whatever you were born into you don't have to repeat those sins because Jesus Christ came to break the power of what I'm going to call a curse tonight I want to start in Ezekiel tonight chapter um, Ezekiel chapter let's see here Ezekiel chapter 11. And it says here, actually number 10, If he begets a son that is a robber, talking about a father, and a shedder of blood, and those, those and does those things, and uh, does any of those duties, but even eats upon the mountains, and defiles his neighbor's wife, and oppresses the poor, and spoils, and acts in violence, and it goes on and says in verse number 13, and gives uh, fornication, and, 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 and is in usury, it says, his blood shall be upon his head. So in these few verses, it lists different types of sins that people are involved in. But here in verse number 14 it says, Lo, if he begets a son that sees all his father's sins which he has done and considers what his father does and does not such like. And it lists the sins again. And it says, he, in verse number 17, shall surely live. So, I want to start by tonight and say that wherever you're at, whatever situation that you were born into, you do not have to be the way that your family was. I know so many times in ministry people call and I counsel them and say my grandfather was an alcoholic. I have a family that has all alcoholism or have a family of people that were always in prison. Or I have a family of people that never got their college degree. Or I just come from a whole lineage of mess ups. I come from a whole lineage of people that just can never do the right thing. And it's safe to say that I won't do that. Well that's not true. That's not true at all. And that's because the Word of God tells you that in when you were born, you were born in sin. The Bible says in Psalm 51 verse 5, you were conceived in iniquity. But you don't have to stay that way. John 8.44 is very clear that the moment that you were born, it says that you were of your father the devil. We have this idea today that everybody is a child of God. Well, everybody is a child of creation. But not everybody is a child of God biblically defined. Biblically defined, a child of God is someone that's been adopted into the family of God. Before you make Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior, the Bible says in John 8:44, you're a child of the devil. That's because you're born into this earth with a sinful nature. 
And Jesus came to set you free and deliver you from that. And that's why the gospel is so powerful. If you're taking notes tonight at home, I want you to write down the gospel is powerful because it is the unveiling of righteousness. Righteousness is a word that's used in the Bible many times. And during the time that the Bible was written, righteousness was a legal term and it simply meant to stand in a court of law and be acquitted. I want to remind people tonight we're live. 313-838-1035. 313-838-1035. And the law of Israel, what it did was, when Moses' law was given to Israel at that time, it condemned all Israel. It condemned everybody because it was a law that says this is where you've gone wrong. And there was no power that was given to the nation of Israel to break them free from the law. But when the gospel was given for the first time, humanity had received something that could free them. The, the, the law put people in bondage, but the gospel came along and it could free people. It says here in Romans chapter 1 and verse 17... Uh, verse number 16, Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Righteousness is a very powerful thing. Because first of all, righteousness means acquittal. Righteousness means that you can stand before God and he can totally acquit you. You go before God guilty, he looks at you and he says, innocent. Why would he say innocent? I'll let you know when we get back from the phone. Let's go to the phones tonight. Larry, from Westland, you're on the broadcast tonight. How are you tonight, Larry? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. What can, I what can I do for you tonight, Larry? Larry, are you there? Pardon? Larry, are you there? You're on air. What can I do for you? I can't hardly understand you. We're having trouble with the phone lines tonight. Uh, when it comes to righteousness, I want to continue to minister on this topic. When it comes to righteousness, people say, what is righteousness? Righteousness is, number one, it is acquittal from your sinful nature. Many times people are born into a family and they see all the things that their father does, they see all the things that their grandfather does, they see all the things that their uncle does, whatever. And they know they shouldn't go in that direction, but almost like a vortex, it pulls them into that direction. It pulls them and sucks them in. They say, I don't know why I ended up like this. I didn't want to end up this way. I didn't want to end up doing what my family did. I wish I could have broken free from this cycle. And I couldn't do that. That's because they have not had a revelation or stepped into the power of righteousness. When you make Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of your life, you're doing something more than just saying, uh, making a decision to commit to Him. You're doing something more than just having a life change. Your sinful nature that you were born with is literally dying inside you. Literally dying. When you give your heart to Jesus, something doesn't just come to life. Before something comes to life, something must die. The Apostle Paul says in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. But before Christ could live inside of him, something had to die. Let me tell you, the thing that dies, friend, is the thing that causes you to go after the sins of your father. It's the thing that says, do those things that your dad did. Do those things that your grandpa did. Do those things that your family did. But when you give your heart to Jesus... 
the blood of Jesus kills and destroys that old life. It sets you free. We're live tonight, 313-838-1035, 313-838-1035. I want to read to you what it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. The Apostle Paul says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't be deceived, fornicators, idolaters, effeminate, abusers of themselves with mankind, thieves, covetous, drunkards, revilers, extortioners. These people shall not inherit the kingdom of God. In verse number 11, Paul says, Such were some of you, but you're washed, you're sanctified, you're justified in the name of the Lord and by the Spirit of our God. That means that something has died. See, the Christian gospel is not just about life. It's about dying unto life. Before you step into life, something inside you has to die. If you're writing notes, take this down tonight. The first thing that dies inside of you when you're born again is what I call the orphan spirit. An orphan spirit means a spirit that is with an illegitimate father. When you think about orphans, every orphan has a father. But they don't know their father. They're away from their father. They uh, don't like the father. The father was abusive. The father was treated him wrong. And they became orphans and were put in an orphanage or just were separated from their father. And they don't know who their father is. That's what happened when you were first born. You had a father, which was the devil. He mistreated you. And that's why God sent Jesus into the earth so that he could set you free from this illegitimate father. Let's go to the phones tonight. You're on the Transforming Truth broadcast. Who am I speaking with? Hello? Yes, my name is Larry Stewart. Larry, how are you tonight? I'm doing just fine. Good, thank you for calling. How can I help you? Yes, uh, my, uh, I've got a friend, and she's hooked on, she's still smoking marijuana. Right. And, and well, she needs to be saved, but she's still smoking marijuana, and she smokes cigarettes, too. And I, I'm praying for her salvation and for her, a deliverance from the, them two things. Okay, what, uh, let's go ahead and believe God. Uh, does she, uh, have you witnessed to her? Have you told her about the Lord? Yes. Okay. Well, you know, the Bible... In fact, I, mm-hmm. I even gave her a Bible. Okay. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to pray. The Bible says, uh, Larry, in Second Corinthians chapter 4, and verse 4, that the God of this world has blinded the minds of those that don't believe. And so we're going to not look at... Your friend is the problem. The problem is the enemy's blinding her from seeing the truth of the gospel. And we're going to pray against that spirit and believe God that it will remove and she'll hear your words and they'll be powerful. And I'm going to pray that God anoint your lip to speak the fire and power of the gospel to her. Okay? All right. Her name is Harry. Airy. Okay, let's pray. And if you're listening tonight, I want you to join in agreement with me and Larry as we pray for Airy. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for Airy. Lord, I pray right now against every spirit that would block the light of your glorious gospel from shining into her heart. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come against the spirit of unbelief. And I pray, Father, that when Larry speaks the word of God to Ari, that the power of God be upon his lips. I pray, Father, that you would open up the well of the prophetic inside of him, that he would prophesy to her and tell her things about her that 
that could not be known to him, that there would be a mystery to her, to him, Father, but known to her, and that, Father, she would know that you love her and are calling her to become part of the family of God. I come against smoking and every destructive addiction in her life. I break its power, Father. Pray that she would come to see and know the love that you have for her. In the name of Jesus, bring, and not just for Ari, her whole family needs to be saved, Father. Her whole family needs you. And I pray you'd send forth laborers and people positioned strategically in that family to speak the name of Jesus. I just see uh, people all around surrounded Ari's family speaking the gospel to them. And they're cornered and have nowhere to go but to hear the gospel. And I thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Larry, thank you for calling tonight. God bless you, and I'm going to continue listening to you on the radio. Well, thank you, Larry. God bless you, and if you can make it to our service Friday night in Novi, it would be nice to meet you. All right. Thank you, Larry. God bless you. We have Tammy from Windsor. Tammy, how are you on the broadcast? Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Um, thank you. I'm calling for prayer for my mom. Okay. Um, she is saved and baptized um we've been both saved and baptized about three and a half years ago and she fell from the church about a year now and her her husband for one year now they've been together for 17 years his ex-wife has caused them so much grief that it's tearing all our family apart and i'm just praying that it's hard to see this woman at church also i see her and my mom doesn't go to church because of this woman and hmm. i don't know if it's a curse over i mean, you were talking about family curses and i just was led to call and i've been praying for my mom she just left my apartment about an hour ago i've been praying for direction i've been asking other people to pray and i don't know what to pray for has your mom for- has want- your mom forgiven i don't want to i don't want to have unforgiveness towards this other woman but i see the pain that she's doing and it i constantly having to pray for God to like to repent for having unforgiveness I just don't want my mom to be in pain anymore um well let me just say that um let me uh, first say this to you Tammy that uh let's just deal with you for a second that unforgiveness is something that uh there's no uh when Jesus told the parable about the, the the judge that forgave the man who was greatly in debt that man that was a great debt went and he tried to take someone who owed him a small debt and uh you know, threatened him with it. Um, that means that there's no excuse to not forgive. It doesn't matter how great somebody does so, or offends us, no matter what, there's really no excuse to not to forgive. And the reason God wants you to forgive, Tammy, is because it's going to affect your walk with Him and your walk with others. And it's going it's going to um, stop the blessing from working in your life. Uh, so, this forgiveness is not so much a feeling and an emotion as it is a decision. And when you forgive somebody, just like you pray uh, by faith, you forgive by faith. And you make a decision and you get that right in your heart before that person. And you deny any emotions that try to uh, run contrary to your decision to forgive that person. And when you do that, you'll begin to walk in love. And then as an affirmation of your forgiveness, you pray for those people that you forgave. Because Jesus says to love them and pray for them that curse you. Um, so we'll walk in forgiveness, and we'll make sure we get that right. And the next thing is, um, you know, I just want to believe God that the devil is going to get out, get out of your family, and we'll just pray against that he takes your hand off your family, and not just that, but that uh, your hearts would be offense-proof. Because when you have the peace of God in your life, Tammy, nobody can offend you. 
You know, we live in a society, Tammy, where everybody is so highly offended. That's why we have so much political correctness is because everybody is so offended by everybody. And you people, I, the Lord told me this recently, that people will know you or follow Him if you are have a high, high tolerance for being offended. You just Nothing can offend you. People would curse you. People would say things about you, and you're just not offended. Um, that is a mark of a believer and the mark of a Christian, someone that is not offended when people say things that uh, they dislike or, or don't get upset about. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. I'm going to pray that for your family, okay? Thank you so much. Tammy, say this with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father. Dear Heavenly Father. I thank you. I thank you. For Jesus. For Jesus. And for the Holy Spirit. And for the Holy Spirit. That empower me to forgive my enemies. That empowers me to forgive my enemies. And right now on this broadcast. Right now on this broadcast. I make a decision to forgive. I make a decision to forgive. Everybody that I have offense against. Everybody that I have offense against. I forgive them now. I forgive them now. And I pray you bless them. And I pray you bless them. I pray, Father, that your power... I pray, Father, that your power... Would lead them to a deeper walk with you. Would lead them to a deeper walk with you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Against any... Thing the enemy tries to do to my enemies. Against anything the enemy tries to do against my enemies. I pray, Father, that they would know Jesus and be born again. I pray, Father, that they would know Jesus and be born again. And be blessed with health and prosperity. And be blessed with health and prosperity. And I thank you I'm free from this bitterness. I thank you that I'm free from this bitterness. I command this anger to leave me now. I command this anger to leave me now. This resentment to go. This resentment to go. I command it to leave my family. I command it to leave my family. To leave me alone. And to leave them alone. And tell me, the Lord just told me that you, you're going to continue to sleep better at night. And it's not just going to sleep part. It's the waking up part that's difficult for you. And the Lord is going to bring you peace in the morning when you wake up. And you're going to find yourself with a new song in your heart. And you're not going to drive and go to work and go and commute, be bitter and upset. And you're a peaceful person. And God is going to restore that to you and your family. Let me pray, Father. I pray for Tammy's family. I command the devil to go from her family. I command the devil to leave every strategy of the enemy, every division, every device. Go now in Jesus' name. And I pray, Father, you bring the peace of God to her life, and to her mother's life, and restore this family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much. Tell me there's power when you pray for your enemies. Remember that. That's what Jesus taught us, okay? Okay, thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Bye. I want to remind our audience tonight, with the 10 minutes we have left, we're live, 313-838-1035. 313-838-1035. Eight three eight one zero three five. I'm talking tonight about the power that's in righteousness. You don't have to repeat the sins of your family because Jesus has made you righteous. And before we took these callers, these precious callers, um, I was saying that the one thing that dies when you give your heart to Jesus is the illegitimate fatherless spirit. You know, I know people, I've met people, People close to me who grew up having a father that was not the best. 
And uh, many times they say, I wish I could have had a different father. Well, in this life, you can't have a different father. You're stuck with the one that you were born with. But Jesus said you can be born again. Born again? What do you mean, born again? If you're born again, guess what that means? You can have a different father. You can go from having the father who was the devil when you started this thing into having... God, who is good and loving and not a respecter of persons, John, 1 John 4 says he is love, he can become your father the minute you give your heart to him. That's the reason why, you know, well, let me say this. Uh, as a minister, the people that I meet that have some of the greatest problems in life are the ones that have the worst relationships with their fathers, men and women. Now, the most important role that we have today are fathers. Um... And that is really single-handedly to blame for a lot of the issues that we have. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Uh, but not only in the natural, but also in the spiritual. In the spiritual, a lot of the issues that we see today, sin and suffering and torment, is because people have an illegitimate father. Their, your, your identity is found in your dad or in your father. And if you don't know the Lord and he's not your father, well then... Your identity spiritually will be mixed up and you will relate to whoever it is that is your father. Um, and that is what causes much of the suffering. So, God's desire when you are born again is to adopt you into his family. That's what he does. And he wants you to begin to identify with him. That's why... It says in Romans chapter 6, verse 2, 6, verse 6, 6, verse 11, 6, verse 14, and 6, 17 through 18, in more or less words, that you are now dead to sin. That sin is no longer alive in you. That you have been freed from the power of sin. You know how many Christians go around calling themselves sinners? I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner, brother. We're all sinners. That's not what the Bible says. It says in 6, verse 1, what shall we say? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? It says here in uh, 5.19, For as one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Or let me say it this way, so by the obedience of Christ shall many people be adopted into the family of God and delivered from an old father that calls them to walk in the ways of their sinful heritage. You've been set free from sin, friend. Don't go around calling yourself a sinner. Don't go around identifying with the old dad that the Lord came to set you free from and delivered you from that. So your Christian walk is now a process where you every day disassociate and detach from that old you. And you attach and identify to what God has said about you. It's not about do's and don'ts and rights and wrongs. Those iron themselves out and come out in the wash when you identify with God as your father. I don't ever want to do anything to shame my family name. When I was a young man, my dad told me and my brother one time, you're Palmers. You better act as a Palmer. When you're at school, you're a Palmer. You don't lie, you don't cheat, and you don't steal. If I find out you do those things, when you come home, you're going to be in trouble. Palmers don't do that. I remember one time we were eating at McDonald's on a Saturday and, <laughs> and I made a mess. You know, I was a kid, rappers everywhere, french fries on the ground. You know how kids do it. 
And my dad was real loving. He says, now, now we're going to clean this table off for the next person. Because Palmers don't leave messes behind them. You know to this day, that when I go places, I make sure that my chair is pushed in and that there's not a mess? Because my dad taught me that. Well, guess what? Your father is now trying to teach you the ways of the family of God. You are a child of God and you don't act the way that your illegitimate father who abandoned you, uh, spiritually speaking, used to live. That's sin, that's fornication, that is usury, that's greed. No! You don't have to live that way, friend. You can be delivered from it. You can be saved from it. You can be set free from it. You're not a sinner. Stop calling yourself that. And when you know that you're a child of God, you can be bold about it. A child that is proud of his dad uh, boasts about his family. And a bold child knows his dad is pleased when he ghosts him. Timid children don't go to their fathers. Timid children are afraid of their fathers. Timid children, uh, you know, really still haven't had an identity. I was always a bold son. When, you know, Christmas came along, I always had my Christmas list already done by Thanksgiving because I knew my dad. And I knew who he was and I knew my identity that he would get those things for me. Not everything, of course. I wasn't spoiled like that. But at the same time, I knew he loved me. And that's what God wants from you, friend. He wants to uh, bless you. And so identify with your father. Know that he's made you righteous. Let me say this. Righteousness means that you've been acquitted. And it means that you no longer call God God. You call him father. When you're in sin, he's God. Because the devil is your father. But when you're delivered from it, he's not God to you, just God. He, he is God, but he's not just God to you. God is your father. We've come to the end of our show tonight. But I want to remind you, I'll be preaching and praying for the sick. And praying for deliverance this Friday night at the Hilton Garden Inn in Novi, Michigan. A free event. It's there by the Imagine Theater across the street from Fountain Walk. Powerful time of worship and praise. Teaching and prayer. And so we want you to come to that and be blessed by it. 7.30 for everybody. Everyone in the family. And also go to Amazon.com. And get my new book, The Believer's Journey, God's Path to Transformation. I'll be teaching on it this week. Friday, excuse me. Um... Tomorrow at 2.40, I'll be on the Bob Duco Show. So make sure to tune in and listen. And you go tonight. You'll be blessed. And before you uh, go to bed tonight, I want you to thank God as your Father. Don't just call Him God. Remember, friend, if you've given your heart to Jesus, Jesus is your older brother, and He's now your Father. I'll be back tomorrow night, same time, 11 o'clock, here on 103.5 WMUC. God bless you. I want to thank my board operator, Scott. Thank you for your help tonight, Scott, making this a good show. And we'll see you tomorrow night. God bless you. Now that you've received the transforming truth of the Word of God, go deeper. Go to our website, chrispalmerministries.com or log on to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Ministries. Then partner with Chris financially at Chris Palmer Ministries, P.O. Box 403, Walled Lake, Michigan, 48390. And tune in again every Saturday night at 1215 a.m. for Transforming Truth with Chris Palmer on WMUZ, 103.5 FM, The Light. One.